Good afternoon, Chattanooga. Good morning to those of you who are listening to us abroad. This is Elder R. LaVon Yates with your Noonday Nugget. John's Gospel, 13th chapter. Jesus had just completed the act of washing feet with his disciples. He had taught them this act of humility to show them what it looked like to be a true servant, to show them what it looked like to express true humility. While death was imminent and impending, he took the time to be a servant of all. While he knew who his betrayer was, he still took the time to sit down and meet with them. And after he had completed this act of humility, of service and grace, uh, he sat and taught his disciples of what it means to be a true servant, a true leader, and to be truly great. If you do recall, these disciples uh, leading up to Jesus' death, uh, they have been having a struggle uh, with what it meant to be great. Uh, could have been because of fear of losing their leader. They did not know how to respond, or it could have been, as many theologians would argue, that they just were not in the note. Whatever the case may be, they found themselves in this position where Jesus was teaching them. John Gospel 13, 34 and 35, it says, A new commandment that I will give unto you, Jesus tells them and teaches them. He says that you love one another, not just love one another, but as I have loved you. Not just mere words, but he had shown them a visual example through feet washing how to love one another. I don't want to uh, stress that you go around and wash everybody's feet. However, not necessarily a bad idea to express humility, but more so I want us to get to the fact where we understand how beneficial uh, it becomes when we are willing to change our perspective. Here is a man who has death impending and knows it. Here is a man who has shared with his disciples, his friends, his brothers beloved, that death was coming his way. And even in the face of that, they seemed to be more concerned with being great and where they would sit than the death that was at hand. And even through all of that, he was able to sit down and humble himself and wash feet. He was able to sit down and love them in spite of. And he says unto them that this is what I want you to do. Not just love your neighbor, but love them how I love you. I want you to be able to change your perspective. My prayer that I pray often and daily is that I could love more like Jesus, that I would soon start living more like Jesus. In this season of Thanksgiving, I have made it my resolve to try to change my perspective. I would ask if you would challenge yourself in this season of Thanksgiving to see in the, in the, in the season that you may be in, where you feel that things may not be going the way you want it to go. Even in the season that you may be in where you have had success on top of success, but maybe it's not to the liking or to the standard that you may have requested or required. Is there something that you can look at differently? Has there been something overlooked that you could have said thank you for? Is there an, a need for a tune-up in your perspective? 
Jesus shares with these disciples because the the countries that they were walking through and ministering to were at a heightened time of civil unrest just like the yet-to-be United States that we live in. And what I've discovered in my short time in living before I could go out and try to work well with my brother, I have to first try to work well with myself. Because if I don't understand me, then it'll be a struggle for me to understand others. If I can't love me, it'll be a struggle for me to love others. And these commandments fall in order. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. You ought to love yourself and you ought to love your neighbor in this new commandment that he gives us. You ought to love your neighbor as he has loved you. It's, it's a life that's centered around love, but if we struggle with the very aspect of love, which is God, then maybe we struggle with the perspective at which we're looking at life. Jesus says this in John 13, 35, after he tells them in 34, the new commandment I give to you. He says, by this identification, like a birthmark, if you will, he says, all men would know that you are my disciples, that you can have love one for another. I'm not saying that you're going to get along and like everybody that you come in contact with. What I am saying is that there's a Jesus in you that ought to love the Jesus in me. And the Jesus in me ought to love the Jesus in you. And it makes us easy to love because by this, according to John 13, 35, all men will know that we are disciples of Christ, that we have love one for another. Be blessed and remember, you're on the mind of God.